In the creed, which we will soon sing, we say, I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. This is our hope for the future. This is Christ's promise to us. This is the pattern of our lives now on this side of the grave. This flows from what we profess in the creed a few lines earlier. For our sake, he, Jesus Christ, was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. The Gospels two Sundays ago, last Sunday, and today, the third, fourth, and fifth Sundays of Lent, have all come from the Gospel of St. John. From chapter 4, we heard the story of the Samaritan woman at the well. Chapter 9 tells us of the man born blind. And today, in chapter 11, we see the raising of Lazarus from the dead. Throughout Lent, with its twofold theme of repentance and baptism, both catechumen, preparing for the sacraments of Christian initiation, and the baptized faithful, more intently listening to the word of God and devoting themselves to prayer through repentance and conversion in order to renew their own baptismal promises at Easter, are more properly made ready to celebrate the Paschal mystery of Christ. While focusing on Jesus and his revelations and theophanies, these Sunday Gospels have been inviting us to a deeper faith in Christ and a participation in his saving, life-giving death and resurrection. On the third, fourth, and fifth Sundays of Lent, Jesus has been revealed as and confessed as Lord, a prophet, the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One, the Son of Man, the Son of God, the Light of the World, and the resurrection and the life. With each revelation of himself or confession of faith in him, those in the gospel stories, whether the Samaritan woman at the well, or the townspeople in Sychar or in Bethany, or the man born blind, or Martha and Mary, or the Jews who had accompanied Martha and Mary in order to console and comfort them, they all begin to believe in Jesus and to deepen this faith in him. So too, for the catechumen and for the baptized, we are invited to deepen our faith and belief in Christ. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. We encounter Jesus in these three Gospels, manifesting power over nature, over illness, and over death, which power only God has. As God, the Lord, master, and creator of all that exists, 
nature and illness and death, as do the demons and evil spirits, listen to Jesus, and they obey him immediately. Jesus, the divine physician of body and soul, gives drink, in fact, springs of life-giving water. He bestows the gift of sight and light to those who are blind, in darkness, in the shadow of death. And he raises up to eternal life that we might be with him in heaven forever, which life begins now. In his letter to the Romans, St. Paul boldly and with surety proclaims that the Father who raised Jesus from the dead will give life to our mortal bodies as well. St. Paul seems to be echoing what the prophet Ezekiel says, speaking of a type of prefiguring of the resurrection. I will open your graves and have you rise from them. Then you will know that I am the Lord. I will put my spirit in you that you may live and bring you back to life. Jesus, the resurrection and the life. Jesus, who openly wept over the death of Lazarus, who has pity on the human race, who leads us by these sacred mysteries to new life, desires our faith and our trust in him. We who are bound up with hunger and thirst, with blindness and darkness, with the stench of sin, of its effects and of death, we long to hear the words addressed to us which Jesus spoke to the, at the tomb as Lazarus came forth from the grave, untie him and let him go. Today, in his merciful love, Jesus addresses these words to us. He desires to untie or unbind us from our sin and to set us free.